plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. On today's episode, we will talk, we will discuss different food news, different developments in our food world, in our nutrition world, uh, developments that can affect your eating habits, that can affect your foods, um, that can affect your health at the end of the day. So everything and anything from the food and nutrition world that will or might affect your health and also that that will make you think deeper about your healthy eating or not so healthy uh, yet eating habits. So news number one, really important one, and this one comes from um, nutriingredients.com, a website that um, keeps a track of different uh, nutrition news, different nutrition developments, um, So, high cost of health foods helps drive malnutrition study. So, this particular study was about malnutrition and how um, prices for food affect our food choices and at the end of the uh, day affect how nutritious or non-nutritious our daily meal plans, our daily food intake is. And for a lot of people still in our world, food prices affect food choices the most. Uh, You know, if you have a limited amount of money to spend on your food or uh, on your family's food, then of course uh, your choices will be dictated uh, by those prices and they will affect your nutrition choices and they will affect your health choices. So no surprise here. But I want uh, to focus your attention on something else that I read in this article. And it goes like this. Poor diets are the number one risk factor for non-communicable diseases, with diet-related health issues accounting for one-fifth of all deaths worldwide. So guys, eating a poor diet in one way or the other causes different kinds of death in one-fifth of world population. 
that is pretty huge number. So one in each five deaths is the result of people not taking care of their nutrition, uh, whether that be because of poor knowledge or because of uh, poor availability or maybe high prices or just uh, not being around places where you have a choice and a freedom to choose and um, good nutritious food available. So that, I believe, um, might ignite your passion again for uh, nutrition and for healthy eating um, because uh, if you don't take care of your nutrition, if you don't, uh, if you don't invest any time or energy into creating the bo- the best possible uh, nutrition habits, then uh, you might cut healthy year of your own life and uh, probably uh, healthy years of uh, life of people you love. If you are the one who uh, is responsible for someone else's plate, right? So start taking care of your nutrition, guys, because one-fifth of death worldwide happens because of uh, poor nutrition. News number two, and that uh, goes um, to bone density and bone health. So researchers found that only 4% of bone density and bone mineral content in adults is dependent on protein intake with the remaining 96% due to other factors. Well, this whole news is all about um, how some studies show and um, some scientists say that when you eat more protein, you're going to get better quality bones with more bone density. So recent studies actually showed that uh, it's not the truth. So once you eat enough protein, and for for an adult, it is usually somewhere between 0.8 to 0.3 gram per kilogram of body weight per day. So once you cover your basic needs, uh, eating more protein will not affect your bone health. Um, There are other factors um, that affect your bone health. Um, Some are nutrition factors, some are lifestyle factors. But when it comes to children, however, a strong relationship between protein intake and bone health was identified, accounting for up to 14% of bone mineral content. So what this basically means, guys, that you should really pay attention to what your kids eat if you're a parent or if you are planning to be a parent. Um, because um, a lot of parents feed their kids, you know, plant-based stuff or some junk food or semi-junk food. Uh, and then kids actually might not um, eat enough protein and that will affect their growth and development uh, in many ways. But also in this particular case, it, it was identified that uh, it will affect their bone mineral content um, So feed your kids and yourself good quality protein, but when it comes to adults, more protein beyond your needs doesn't do anything for your bones. The next one, uh, this one I actually kind of compiled from different sources, and it is about um, vegan 
um, and not just vegan, but substitutions of different food ingredients for other ingredients. In this particular um, case, um, Impossible Foods, or the company that makes plant-based proteins, is gearing up for the September launch of the its plant-based burgers into retail after receiving the green light from the FDA to use its star ingredient, soy legemoglobin, um, as a color additive. Uh, but basically, this news um, is about this company, Impossible Foods, that now can use this additive to make their plant-based burgers um, taste like meat. Uh, here, I want to focus your attention on um, another factor. When it comes to plant-based meat substitutions, the only thing that they substitute these days is the flavor, the texture, the taste. Uh, Plant-based alternatives to meat has very little um, to do with nutrition value. So if you are a vegan or a vegetarian um, trying to replace all your animal products with um, plant alternatives, you might think twice about that because uh, plant-based alternatives do not have the same nutrition value as animal foods. And a lot of animal foods carry nutrients that only those foods can deliver. Like, for example, let's take omega-3 fatty acids. If you don't eat your fatty fish, um, then um, and you don't consume uh, any good quality fish oil supplement, uh, if you're trying to get your omega-3 fatty acids from, I don't know, walnuts or flaxseed, that is just not a possible thing to do. Uh, and so if somebody creates fish alternative, uh, it might taste like fish, it might look like fish, but it's not going to deliver the nutrition value um, that fish delivers. And it's very important when it comes to your health. So please understand that, that plant-based alternative, it's not really an alternative. It's just flavor, um, texture, substitution for meat products. And it's fine if you sometimes want to have burger just for experience and you uh, want to eat less meat, so you might go for uh, a plant-based alternative. Uh, but if you're, if you're trying to find uh, equal nutritional value, then plant-based stuff, and that includes milks and all the other stuff, it just doesn't work like animal foods would. You know, egg substitutions, uh, there are some, uh, all sorts of, or for example, plant-based cheeses, they just don't deliver the same, the same nutritional value. Or, you know, tuna substitutions, probably soon they will create some uh, fatty fish substitution or something. But again, uh, right now, modern-day reality, there is no nutritional substitution plant-based for animal foods. So you do still need to eat your animal foods. And vegan and vegetarian diet can actually work, but it got to be very well-designed nutrition-wise. Vegan diet does not work for human beings. So if you're vegan, and guys, if you're someone putting your kids on a vegan diet, this is a crime. Uh, um, I don't 
I don't know if it's officially a crime, but it is a crime because there are certain nutrients that you cannot get from any plants, especially on a vegan diet. They're just not the same. Uh, but also a second piece of the same news is about the names uh, that might confuse some people and they might, they might even confuse me. Uh, you know, some plant-based alternatives, uh, they use uh, the same names as meat producers use, like burgers, you know, or bacon, or uh, milk, or um, this whole article is even about rice, how, for example, cauliflower rice, quote-unquote, cannot be called rice, and there is actually now a legislation about how uh, riced vegetables should be called riced vegetables, not cauliflower rice, but cauliflower, comma, riced. Uh, and I do to believe uh, that we need more clarity. So, for example, if something is made of tofu, it shouldn't be called burger. Uh, it should be called maybe um, soy product burger or something like that or um, soy product bacon. So people understand what uh, kind of experience they're going to get but it's not confusing what it's made of. Otherwise, people would think that they get the same nutrition as uh, they would get from bacon or from burger or maybe from some fish substitution. Um, so be aware of this catch. <laughs> you know that, again, plant-based uh, alternatives are not really alternatives. The only thing that they can be an alternative for is texture and tasting experience not so not at all nutritional value so that's another piece of news for today um, next one is kind of fun it is about kids but uh, i also know that it is about us adults too so the news food for kids study shows how affirming nutrition focused food talk can get kids to eat healthier how can you get kids to eat their veggies and whole grains without a battle? About grains, you know, I hardly, <laughs> I actually have doubts that you should be making your kids eat, eat the grains, but according to researchers, clearly communicating a food's nutrition benefits to children through affirming statements will help kids make healthy food decisions on their own. And what do they mean by this food talk nutrition talk. For example, eat your lentils if you want to grow bigger and faster. Every child wants to be bigger, faster, able to jump higher, said, uh, said the lead author of the study, associate professor in such and such university. Uh, so basically, for example, telling your kids eat carrots to see better, uh, to make your eyesight better, uh, will change their um, eating habits for longer, uh, much, much better than just offering them this food without any explanation. Um, and in the study, they tested three to six-year-old kids and um, 67, oh, actually, no, 87 of children, 87% of children who um, had this nutrition talk while choosing foods. Uh, they sustained their healthier eating choices 
for um, at least for a couple of months when they were measured after the study was performed. And so the study was designed, so um, they first did the questionnaire when they asked kids about the foods, healthy foods, you know, vegetables usually that they um, love and that they don't love. And then they started this food introductory uh, talks, offering them certain food items that they didn't really like. And then they measured after um, a month of doing so, they measured what kind of choices kids would make without any sorts of um, uh, food offerings. And they uh, found out that kids started to eat um, healthier foods, foods that they didn't really like previously. So they started to eat those foods on their own much, uh, much more often. And for me, uh, from my experience as a coach, I can tell you then when I tell my clients why they should do certain thing, why they should eat certain food um, in relation to them, like for example, why you might eat omega-3 fatty acid because it lowers inflammation, you feel better, you get uh, less often you get sick, uh, you, uh, it's easier for you to maintain healthy weight and get leaner. So when I tell people these things, they're much more likely to stick with that new food choice, even on their own without me being by their, by their side. And they're much more likely to keep the results also, because when you stick to better, healthier eating behavior, then you tend to keep the results for longer, if not forever. Um, so this explanatory nutrition talk also might help you to coach yourself. So when you read uh, why certain food is good for you and what it can improve in your life, then you're much more likely to stick with eating these foods, uh, probably replacing some uh, not so healthy food. So do that, uh, find out why certain foods are good for you. And believe me, guys, you probably start eating these good for you foods much, much more often. Behavior, psychology, it's everything when it comes to healthier habits, healthy eating habits. And what's most important when it comes to keeping the results for life, healthier, fitter bodies, more energy, longer uh, life. So Start reading, start researching, start explaining yourself why certain things, why certain foods are good for you, and you'll be surprised uh, what great uh, results you're going to get when it comes to health and body composition and much more. Uh, the next and last for today piece of news is genetically modified foods. So the news. Uh, let me scroll a little bit. Uh, the current organic certification requires that products with the organic label uh, lack antibiotics, artificial colors, genetically modified ingredients, and synthetic pesticides. Uh, GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, made the list because they are not naturally occurring, a value which is at the root of the organic movement. However, um, comments on this study show that Police makers are considering a genetically modified organism as a possible addition to the list of acceptable practices for organic farming. And um, this uh, thing has to do with no uh, real um, evidence that, um, 
to this day that genetically modified organisms change our health in uh, any negative or in any way, really. Uh, and that's why they're considering to put GMOs into the list of allowed in organic foods ingredients. But also that happens because uh, more uh, genetic editing techniques, techniques uh, and specifically cleaner genetic editing techniques, techniques are being developed. Um, but before you kind of say yes to genetically modified uh, organisms in your foods, in your food supply, think about the um, next thing, guys. Uh, they do study that are not long-term, and because of the complexity of our body, of our health, um, a lot of times uh, it's really, really hard to, tra to track negative or positive consequences of anything because nothing is isolated. It's uh, in the environment, it's uh, uh, in um, the mix of all the foods that we consume. So just because there is no direct evidence about genetically modified organism influencing our body in a negative way, it doesn't mean that there is none. And it doesn't mean that there is no experiment going on. Like our grandparents, they didn't eat any genetically modified organisms, so we don't really know how eating them will affect us and our um, kids, uh, the next generation of people, because uh, a lot of the genetic modifications uh, are transferred to our um, kids, to the next generation. And so... Uh, it's hard to say. I don't believe that genetically modified organisms will cut the list for organic very soon because that will decrease the transparency uh, and people want more transparency, not less. And uh, a lot of people buy organic because it doesn't have all these uh, weird uh, uh, innovations um, in, in the food supply. So, um, But that's just something to think about for you. Um, so this is it for today, uh, guys, our food and news episode. Uh, the most important piece of news um, is probably uh, about thinking about your nutrition deeper and better because that causes one-fifth of death uh, in the world. Um, so that just shows you how big of an issue, health issue, um, nutrition is. So it's really worth your time to uh, invest into um, your healthy eating habits. And then uh, when it comes to plant-based alternatives to animal products, uh, just understand, guys, that um, the only alternative thing about them is uh, the taste, uh, the flavor, um, the texture, the experience, eating experience, uh, they do not provide uh, even close to uh, nutrition um, value that animal products, good quality animal products do provide. Uh, and for sure, do not put your kids on some weird vegan diet with meat replacement stuff that just, you know, that can really, really affect uh, your kids' life and health negatively for their entire life. Um, and uh, don't forget, of course, to start talking to your kids and to yourself about the nutrition um, benefits, about the benefits that you get from eating certain foods that will change your behavior and behavior uh, of your kids' uh, 
for life and when you or uh, your kids will make their own choices nutrition choices food choices they will make better choices just because they know why certain food is good for them so that's it for today guys thank you for tuning in thank you for listening us thank you for being that um curious inquisitive type who always want to know more, to learn more, to improve yourself, and by improving yourself, to improve the world. Um, So thank you, really appreciate you, really grateful for you. Uh, If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out on any and in any channel where you can find me. You can also find my email in the show notes as usual. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily.